Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. CeraVe facial moisturizers with SPF protect skin against damaging UV rays and continuously deliver three essential ceramides to help restore skin's protective barrier so it can lock in moisture. Non-greasy, fragrance-free, and won't clog pores? With CeraVe, skin feels hydrated and looks healthy all day. CeraVe facial moisturizers with SPF from the number one dermatologist recommended facial moisturizer brand. Hello and welcome to Rookie and Nice, the new podcast from BBC Good Food. This is a bonus cook-along episode where we're going to be learning this week's recipe. Hello and welcome to this bonus cook-along recipe from the BBC Good Food Rookie and Nice podcast. I'm Nikita Gulhani, food writer, stylist and recipe developer and founder of Spice Monkey, an Indian cookery school that's all about great tasting home-cooked Indian food. This week on the podcast with Miriam and Nadia, we talked about the dark arts of butter chicken, a dish as popular on the subcontinent as it is here in the UK. I'm going to talk you through making it step by step and it's really quite straightforward. There are one or two ingredients that you might think, what is that? But they are easy enough to source online or at an Indian grocery store if you have access to one. You can pause the recipe at any stage as we go along and you'll find the recipe online at bbcgoodfood.com. Prep time is around 20 minutes, cooking time 45, and this recipe makes enough for four to six people. Butter chicken is a dish made in two parts, combining barbecued or grilled chicken with a rich tomatoey sauce. Useful bits of kit will be large, thick skewers for barbecuing, or if not, a griddle or heavy frying pan for cooking the chicken pieces. If you'd like the classic smooth butter chicken sauce, then you'll need a food processor. If you don't have one, not to worry, you'll just have a more rustic looking dish, but just as tasty. Also, a blender will come in handy for making garlic and ginger paste. We'll be using equal amounts of garlic and ginger whizzed fine. If you only have a mortar and pestle, then finely chop your garlic and ginger and then mash it to a paste. This is such a staple of Indian dishes, you may as well do a job lot and have it in your fridge. Three or four garlic bulbs worth with the equivalent ginger. Don't worry if the mixture starts changing colour and turning green overnight or even blue. There's nothing wrong with it and you can keep it in a small airtight plastic for a week, 10 days. Or blitz a load and freeze it. We'll be making two marinades for the meat and then our sauce itself. So you will need a couple of bowls and a wok or large pan. Those of you planning to do this on charcoal and you get a really great taste, if you do, you need to get your coals burning at least 20 minutes before you cook your chicken skewers. So factor that in. You want your coals white hot and with no flame. So you'll need three to four chicken breasts chopped into large chunks, about two inch square pieces, If you're going to skewer and grill them over barbecue, it helps to have all your pieces roughly the same size. So if you look at your chicken breast, you'll see that it has a rounded fatter end and a thinner pointy end. 
If you feel your way along the breast from fat end to thin, at some point you'll notice the thin end starting to level off. If you cut across here, you'll leave yourself a sort of rounded rectangle of thicker chicken breast. Cut this fat end into four large equal sized pieces. Keep the pointy bits, you'll still skewer them, but separately. If you're going to cook your meat in the pan, then same thing, but you'll end up cooking the pointy bits for a bit less. Okay, marinade one. People who come to Spice Monkey soon find out that I like people to taste things as they go along, so I'll be encouraging you to do the same. In a bowl, pour in two to three tablespoons of lemon juice or lime juice, two to three tablespoons of Kashmiri chilli powder. This is a mild chilli powder. If you can't find Kashmiri chilli powder, use paprika powder. Half a teaspoon of salt. Mix all this together and then fold in your chicken chunks and make sure they get a good coating in this. On to marinade two. You'll need 200 ml of Greek yogurt, two tablespoons of garlic and ginger paste, one tablespoon of coriander powder, two tablespoons of cumin powder, one tablespoon of dried ground mint leaves, and now for some slightly more unusual ingredients, two teaspoons of umchur powder, that's dried green mango powder, one tablespoon of dried fenugreek leaves or messy leaves, and these should be ground or crushed to a fine powder, and half a teaspoon of black salt, crazy stuff, which tastes sulfury and eggy. Half a teaspoon of ordinary salt, or use one teaspoon of ordinary salt if you don't have the above black salt. Mix all the ingredients together and taste it. Adjust it if you think it needs a little bit more mint, or maybe you'd prefer a little bit more tangier, so add a little bit more mango powder, or more savoury with some cumin and coriander powder. Or even if you'd like a little bit more black salt, if you've taken a fancy to that strange sulfury taste. Don't be shy, as my aunties always used to say to me at the dinner table. Get involved, have a little taste and make it yours. So we're done with marinating. Let's leave this aside. If you wish, you can do this a couple of hours in advance. So onto our sauce. You're going to need your wok or large pan and three tablespoons vegetable oil, 90 grams of butter, one teaspoon of cumin seeds, four to six, seven or eight hot green chilies, depending on your preference, two medium onions, finely diced, four green cardamom pods, just crack them, just bash them a little bit, one tablespoon garlic and ginger paste, one teaspoon turmeric powder, two teaspoons of dried fenugreek leaves, ground to a powder, one teaspoon of hot red chilli powder, optional, one teaspoon of salt, 500ml of tomato passata, one to one and a half teaspoons of garam masala, and that can be shop-bought or your own blend, 100ml of single cream and a large pinch of coriander leaves to garnish. So get your wok or large pan and heat two tablespoons of your vegetable oil. Add a few cumin seeds to this hot oil and if they start dancing and fizzing happily, your oil is hot enough and then you can add the rest. Swirl your pan and turn down the heat and then add your fresh green chilies. And these will start blistering straight away in the hot oil. Stir them once or twice and then add your butter. Turn up the heat and allow it to melt completely before tipping in your onions. And you're going to saute these onions until light brown. So for about 10 to 15 minutes and keep those onions moving. Those of you with a blender can whiz your cooked onions to a smooth paste and transfer to a small bowl. Otherwise, just transfer your onions to a plate. Swipe your pan clean, 
Add another tablespoon of oil and heat and then drop in your cardamom pods. These will start to swirl and lighten in colour. Lower the heat and add your garlic and ginger paste and saute for 30 seconds or so, constantly working it until you can no longer smell that really hard edge of raw garlic. Bring back your onion paste or your onion pieces and mix well. Add the turmeric and half of the ground fenugreek leaves and start seasoning with salt. Taste and adjust. If you want a little extra chilli heat, then add some chilli powder. Mix well and pour in the tomatoes. Cook this covered on a gentle simmer, stirring occasionally for around 20 minutes. Oil will rise to the surface when the sauce is cooked. So while this is cooking, we can get back on with the chicken. Either skewer and roast the chicken over a barbecue for four to five minutes, rotating occasionally and basting them with butter until they start developing a lovely reddish glow. Just a tip, when you put your chicken pieces on your skewer, space them out well, don't jam them all together. Slide your cooked chicken pieces off onto a plate and cut them into bite-sized pieces. Repeat the process for the thinner, pointy ends of the chicken. If you're doing this in the frying pan, preheat it until it's hot then wipe it with an oily tissue and then lay your chicken pieces down in it and fry for three to four minutes on one side and then turn over two minutes on the other, again, basting with a little butter. Transfer this to a plate and then cut them into bite-sized pieces. It doesn't matter if the chicken is a little undercooked as it's going to be finished in the sauce, but do retain any juices you can. So let's come back to our tomato base. Hopefully there'll be a layer of oil on top of your sauce. This is a good sign, means things have cooked. Have a little taste, bring it up to the boil and then fold your chicken pieces into this tomato sauce. Reduce it to a simmer. Go back to your yogurty marinade bowl and rinse out all of those lovely flavours there with about 100ml of warm water and then pour that over your chicken pieces. Mix it in and continue to simmer for three to four minutes until the chicken is cooked through. Taste and adjust the seasoning. Mix in the garam masala powder. Do it little by little, just to get it to the right amount of aromatic flavour that you like. And then transfer the cooked dish to your serving bowl. Drizzle over a little cream and garnish with some chopped fresh coriander. If you're having naans, then warm them over your barbecue or in a pan or under your grill. Otherwise, some plain basmati rice will be the perfect foil to that rich, creamy butter chicken. Okay, that's it. We hope Spice Monkey Cookery School will be back up and running soon post-pandemic, but you can always check out our Instagram at IamSpiceMonkey. Enjoy! Thank you for listening to this week's cook-along episode. To find out more, go to bbcgoodfood.com and make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to never miss an episode. (laughs) 